0: Well, hello, Lori. It's our 300th episode.
1: I can't believe that. And that is apparently six years of a weekly podcast with no break ever. Right. Wait, right. we <laughs> took one break when my mom died, but we had an extra one
0: in the can, right? Or we just- Yeah, we had two work. weeks. We're that we good. Two weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. how good we are. It was the it was those seven episodes that are on the Patreon that oh. we just put out normal yeah. because we wanted to give you two weeks to try to get, get to see your mom before she passed away yeah thank you yes well what the heck podcast fans were like and then i remember when we did those you were like they're not good enough and then you realized yeah 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 they are everything's good enough it's a podcast yeah
1: <laughs> i don't incriminate myself uh you can go ahead and release it um yeah. yeah well i saw you this weekend i have a cup i have a definitely crazy story but t- a talk Will you start because like, we were at the improv yes. so on the same show
0: Oh my God, that you were there for the crazy shows that I've had. I've had, so I've had a bunch of shows this week. Many of them were good. Yeah. Two of them were super weird. And one of them, you were there, was Nutburger. Yeah. And so the night that, okay, so at first I went and I did a, a little guestie over at Flappers before I went over to um, the improv. Okay. And the whole night was super weird. The right. whole night. I saw Jimmy Dore. He wouldn't make eye contact with me. Really? Uh, yeah. He didn't we didn't were
1: not eye contact with me. Right. I'm not I, 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 eye I was like, contact terms. With are Jimmy
0: we fighting? We're term. not fighting. So I was just like, hey, Jimmy. And then he was kind of standoffish. And I was like, are we dogs just meeting again? What just happened? So uh, <laughs> Did we lied, make So up? what? Did you make up? Did you? No, Did no, I was, you? I was, I was sort of, I, I said, you know, I'm trying to make, it's, This is what happens, is uh, if he's mad at me, I always forget when people are mad at me. So uh, I try to make, like, conversation. This happened many years ago with an old friend of mine who I didn't realize didn't like me anymore. Okay. And um, it happens. You move on from some people. It's very sad. but, But I always forget that we've moved on. And so I was like, Hey, how's it going? And, uh, and she ignored me. This is many years ago. Hey, how's it going? And finally I just said, Hey, it's me, Jackie Cation. You might remember me from our past. (laughs) Anyway, So, but the, uh, but this thing with Jimmy, I, I tried and then I've grown, I've learned a little bit. So I just said, what do you, you know, what do you have for dinner there? I could see that he was having some hummus uh, with some pita and some crudite. whatever. It's a great conversation starter, as far as I'm concerned. What do I you I tried. Mean? It didn't, he was like, I'm having hummus. And then uh, and then we left it at that. So, uh, so well, I, yeah. Well, it's just, it's like, at some point, we've all been in comedy for about
1: the same amount of time. And even if we're, you know, we're taking, everyone's yeah. going in their weird directions, everyone's trying to, you know, we're not superstars a certain there's like a crew of us that I mean we all started in different cities but we've all seen each other's headshots for 30 years (laughs) and we're still in it but we're you know we still have financial worries you know we're not superstars so I I, I don't know I kind of feel like I, I just want to acknowledge everyone that's the same age as me or even if they've gone crazy on either political spectrum and just say hey hi (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, you, hey. hey, I'm glad you lived. How yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah, you're still
0: here. We're still we're still at doing spots. That's pretty cool. You know, that was cool. Yeah. And so then I dry I get super early. My set's not till 10 30. Rita's asked me to swap with this guy that I met the night before. I did the Peacock show um at uh tg or tg tg whatever and it was super fun really fun it was uh hosted by will miles and um and that was where i saw candace thompson oh and okay, she was yeah. so freaking funny man she was mm-hmm. so freaking funny she was talking mm-hmm. about um john mulaney dating um the, Olivia, uh, Munn. Olivia Munn yeah, and right. uh and then who Scarlett Johansson was going out with and she's like why doesn't it happen for women comics <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god
0: <laughs> why isn't one of
1: us dating Chris Evans Jetty Slate did date Chris Evans for a while oh
0: did she yeah but you well, know I exciting. mean I see what you're saying it's not happening enough that's what she was saying yeah. and she was uh, and uh, she doesn't say it but I'll say it Chris Pratt attainable anyway uh He's That's not. The, he's married to Katherine Schwarzenegger, who's um,
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, and he's an anti-vaxxer. I, I consider a, him
0: uh, a mess.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. not well, only. Well, he was married for like
0: twenty years. years. What? When he he was married for like twenty years, and then when he got guardians, he he decided that he was too cool for his old wife.
1: Yeah, he he uh, lost weight and and dumped his, you know, his uh, frumpy wife, Anna Faris. <laughs> <do> you, <laughs> You're lucky she looked at you. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know why we're arguing about the. Uh, because,
0: <laughs> I, I mean, but um, it was just Chris a great thing.
1: Chris Evans is obviously demonstrably
0: the, the superior. Oh, yeah. Chris Evans mm-hmm. oh, and Chris Helmsworth, who is married mm-hmm. as well. But, um, right. but those are those gentlemen are uh, very, very handsome. Right. But um, so then I go to the improv. I get to see Kira Sultanovich on, uh, riffing and doing this amazing crowd work that was smart and not too mean and super funny. And then so we go into the into the main area the, and sit down in a table. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden uh, this guy and his wife and this, this other couple join us. And we're talking, and it's Mark Leno, yeah, who nowhere. I did right. So we're talking, and I realize about five minutes in that it's Mark Leno. Yeah, me too. It took me a while. Yeah, and so I say, "Hey, we met like twenty odd years ago," and he goes, "Did you expect me to remember that?" And I said, "No, no, <laughs> I just remembered that who you were." So uh, we're both doing it, mm-hmm. and then um, he's got awesome stories about about the old days. It was so, it was awesome, right? And then he says, "You're going up first, second show." And I was like, "Yeah, I swapped with uh, with this guy because he was going to be late." He showed up on time, by the way. Uh, very uh, so. Oh, um so you, did you didn't have to go, go first. Out. Well, I did go first because um, Fraser Smith was already on on stage, right, so right, right. he didn't know that he had shown up. I forget how to pronounce his name. It's like Islo or something. Oh, Ismo. He's Ismo.
1: He's he's very nice. He's really funny. He's from Finland. And
0: yeah, I could tell he was Nordic.
1: <laughs> massive. He is very famous and okay. uh, worldwide comic. Yeah, like his his set on Conan had like almost Kevin Hart level amounts of views. It's just crazy, right? Oh, cool. uh, Yeah, but I guess he was uh, stuck in Finland for all of COVID, and this
0: is the first time he's back in the States in a while. Yeah, he did Peacock. He was very funny. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he went up, but I... So, so Mark says, Mark Lano says, are you, you're a first, the second show? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm going to come and watch you. And I said, I'm just working on some new stuff. I don't know why you hear that from the club owner. Well, I, I didn't, I was like, I I'm working on this new bit. You don't want to see that. And he goes, did you just tell the club owner to not come and watch you? Uh. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I said, yes. And he said, well, do whatever the fuck you want to do. And I said, I was going to. I am. And so I go up. It's not the club owner's business, what we're doing on their stage. (laughs) Stay away. (laughs) Stay away. But it was so funny. So I go up and, um, and the set's going fine, but there's like, there's, there was this kid with these two women who were, there were three, a a table of three, you know, right on the, right on the edge. And the two women are canoodling and the guy is looking at his phone. And I was like, Oh, maybe he's looking at the QR code. Um, but I see him kind of scrolling and I was like, well, maybe that's the menu. So I turn away and I go back and he's now, now he's just sort of, you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but I tell him to put it away. And, uh, it is one of the women that he's with takes it from him and, um, and you shouldn't
1: have to even be wondering in your set what he's looking at like right this should not be a problem a comic has to cuz that's taking energy away from your performance and your joke and everything just right and way. i that's was
0: already different. i'm already vaguely irritable about having to walk around with this fucking boot on and explain right. it when i go on stage i'm already kind yes. of grumpy right 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 so uh i get up and so i turn back and i ignore him cuz he's got the phone again i turn back now he's got the phone and he's in it and he's not having a good time. And so I was just like, Hey man, I would prefer if you pulled your dick out because uh, then they would take you away. Uh, <laughs> so just give me your phone. And so he's holding it off. I don't know what you saw. Yeah. You even see it or
1: I know I, I was, believe me, I was on Tinder books. <laughs>
0: I he was over here with his yeah. phone holding it off. And so I started pushing his beer bottle Towards yeah. his crush? Oh, I I went, oh that. shit. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah, you What's were gonna happen down with down your double. beer? What's gonna happen with your beer? And uh because I uh uh and so then he grabs for his beer bottle and I grabbed his phone out of his hand and stuck it in my back pocket and I said, I'll give it back to you after class.
1: And, yeah, that um, got a giant reaction, like applause from the crowd. Yep. I was watching the improv security team was like invading the room, trying to figure out and assess what was going on. So uh, Yeah, God, I was- wish
0: that they had invaded slightly earlier. Um, Cause I didn't get to do any of, I didn't get to finish one fucking bit after the first five minutes. Right. And um, and then, so I, I, I also thought that it had taken up so much time that I was like, Oh, well I'm going over now. And then uh, <laughs> and I got on stage and I talked to the sound guy and he was like, Fourteen minutes fifty seconds. Bam! Wow. <laughs> Even when I'm in the midst of sadness. But anyway, so I come off the thing, and Mark comes up to me, and he holds out his hand, and I go, "You want to give it to the bartender?" And he goes, "Yeah." And so Mark saw the set, and oh, here's the other thing is, so we're, I'm sitting around with him and Kira before the show, and Kira yeah. was like, "Yeah, I felt a little that was a little aggressive, a little aggro." in the crowd work. And Marcos, you think that's aggressive? And then he saw me. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I didn't want to be that. Ing- I mean, I felt bad that I did it, but I, yeah. it, it's the same thing from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, doing one-nighters where you, you've slammed down so hard cause you can't, it's the only way to get the control back. Right? Well, The other thing is, is you really want a spot, you only have 15 minutes, right? It's not like you have an
1: hour, to waste 15 minutes on this guy and then you'll just do whatever you want. Like you have a short amount of time and now you have to waste two to three minutes dealing with this dumb shit and then getting the crowd back. And that eats up another two minutes
0: of getting Mm -hmm. them back and reformatting them. So it's aggravating. It was aggravating. And, and the thing is, 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 so I, I did feel a little bad. So the next last night I did the laugh factory in long beach, which I knew would be weird. Because they're not on checking back. Saturday late or Saturday yeah. early. Oh, 10 30. <laughs> so both shows, everyone's been drinking since eight, right? Sure. And um so I go up and it's um and everybody was funny on this show. And yeah. everyone did their job, the audience loved them, but they really liked the excited MC guy who was a great MC. Uh yeah. but he was he was Mexican and he talked about uh you know, Mexicans, it was, and it was a lot of jumping around, a lot of yelling about screw these, you know, and it was kind of like, fuck this, fuck that. And then real low key, um, real low key guy went up, uh, and he was great. I was like, oh, why am I not after this guy? Why am I not after this guy? But right. nope. It was high energy Italian guy right after him, <laughs> all over the place. And then me, again, low-key. So the audience was sort of like up and you know, it was just yeah. sort of like the poor bastards. And but I had another super drunk guy in the audience in the second row. And I and I I literally I just waded in with my heart open. I was just like, let's just. Cause this was a 20 minute set. I had a couple more minutes. It was still a mess. You know, it was still, it wasn't what I wanted it to be entirely, but, um, but I did in the, in the one last night, I just sat in the discomfort of yeah. performing when an audience member is hammered and decided to break out into discussion groups right, right, and right. Uh, or do look at their phone or some fucking thing. And so yeah. I sat in that discomfort I made a couple of jokes, you know, I thinking, you know, watching Kira, I kind of want to do more crowd work. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but the, I mean, the thing is, is I don't have to tolerate it. So I can respond as I do. Yeah. But I also would like to be able to, to respond in a way that wasn't, you know, I don't have to shut that guy down and well, take his phone, you know? I
1: mean, you're, you're talking about two incidents where you're actually having to do security work. That's not crowd work. You know, you know what I mean? Like crowd work is you just talking to an audience member. That's normal. And you and finding something right. That's Uh, true. Within within the scope of a bit so that you can weave it in or not. You're right. But uh, what you're what you're doing is like one nighter shit. So don't even think of that as I mean, it's it's interacting with the crowd. But in terms of you wanting to do crowd work, it's not going to be you managing drunks. Oh, that's that's right.
0: It's something that's something else. Oh, and the other weird thing that happened at the improv. So Mm -hmm. I get up to go in to go do my set, and I'm talking to, like, one young comic. I can't remember his name. can't remember anybody's name. But he and I are talking, a young black comic, uh, and um, he was asking me about my foot, and I told him that I wiped out. I was, you know, I'm not a gazelle, blah, blah. And coming in was a a young guy who um, was white and kind of chubby. And uh, he walks up to me and he goes, well, you probably have a hard time. He said something like, you probably have a hard time walking with those knockers.
1: What? I, <laughs> I was, was like. Say, oh, should you be
0: calling the guy Chubby? Fucking do it again. <laughs> right. Right. And I was like, uh, me and the, the other kid just looked at each other this and is our eyes got big. Or a comic yeah. or a, an audience member? I looked him up. I found his name because I knew he was on the list. I put him in the chat. Oh, wow. That that guy. (laughs) You were generous. Okay. And uh, well, but I was just, I just, my eyes just got a little big and I was like, because you know, when someone says something fucking weird like that, you're just like, I'm I'm not going to, because I told Andy that and Andy said. Did you say to him, "Do I know you well enough to say that?" And I said, "I don't know, I know I was you well say, enough." Like,
1: how well do you know
0: him? I they're don't. Different... I, 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 do, I didn't remember his name. I've seen him around a little bit, but I was such a weird, yeah. And uh, but I had to describe him, which is why I had to call the other kid a black kid and him a chubby kid. So, okay. uh, and they're both, by the way, in their thirties. Yes. Okay. So these are <laughs> adult men. Of
1: like, it's this weird comic thing of. I don't know, like a a couple weeks ago, I was at the West Side and a comic, a a guy comic was there in shorts. So I just I made a, I made a comment like, oh, did you bike here? Kind of like sometimes like I go right to my inner rich boss of uh, (laughs) nice shorts, asshole, whatever. And I think some L.A. comics are like, what do you what? Like they're not they're not into that. And uh and I, a I, I got the, the feeling he wasn't, and so I immediately, you know, complimented his legs or something, which were not nice. and I was like, this isn't how I wanted to get this direction to go. Like I just you want wanted to make a shorts comment. Um, well, our
0: our our green room experience is so different from yeah. like the the, the yeah. next yeah. generations, right? And so I'm right, right, right. just like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh though <laughs> it is I yeah. said that to Tommy Ryman. Tommy Ryman, for some reason, when he opened for me when I did my album. He had his phone, his keys and his wallet all in his pockets. Yeah. And I was like, are you going to need your keys on stage? What are you? (laughs) And he's like, well, what, as I said, I I was just watching your set and it was a little distracting seeing the, the way your pants. And it was just weird. And, um, and he, and he he took his key, (laughs) I think he took his keys out by the end of the week. (laughs)
1: That's, I mean, it's weird. It's, it's, uh, you know, just, it's, I, I think a certain generation of comics, it's ball busting is how you'd speak to each other.
0: And, and nobody think, wore shorts. Nobody yeah. fucking wore shorts back in the 12th century. Right. When we did but stand I, up. But I also think like younger comics, you
1: know, not only are they they're, um they're more, they have a, fluency with their emotions on stage you know like they've been through therapy and they understand themselves a little bit more so they're what they talk about is a little bit different from us older comics but also that's how they they interact a little differently a little more earnestly i've noticed yes and they're they're much more polite sometimes i feel like um so when I slip back into that, it, it could be startling. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I wish Keith Robinson was here or, uh, uh-huh. Jordan, or, uh, you know, rich boss, they would be, they would fucking attack me back and I'd feel loved uh-huh. <laughs> old tough crowd. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah.
1: But I I mean, it's also maybe, I don't know, whatever. It's just. May, maybe within their generation, they do that too. You know, it's like, an it, it, like you feel comfortable like fall-busting your own age comic but like you and I are now seen as like I don't know what we're seen as like I I really don't know and you don't know yeah. either because we're there's, well, there's heads, no we're just like we're new comics writing material you mm-hmm. know what i
0: mean I will say this is that i was telling my brother so my one of my brothers called me this week to tell me about some you know uh oh he he had some some intern who was the only intern who was a woman okay. on his team, right? And she quit. And he went to the other four interns, which were all young men, and said, she quit because you guys did something. I don't know what it was. You weren't welcoming uh, or you were jackasses, but I don't like it. And now i got to fire one of you because i got to hire two women. So that oh, she my has God. Someone to hang out with. That's great. Yeah, it's great. And so he said, you know, and then, then it, it, you know, he didn't get it entire, he was like, you know, some women, you know, they don't want to hang out with men. And I said, no, no, some women uh, are willing to tolerate a lot of bullshit to do the thing that they want to do. And, and also, uh,
1: you, and you never want to be the only woman. It's just exhausting. It's just and maybe, harder. It's just, just exhausting. girl is like, ugh.
0: Yeah. And so I was telling him, I said, You know, that I I was telling him the story of how I when I introduced I took Andy to uh, to Minneapolis to meet Phil and Darla, which (laughs) are two of uh, what I consider to be, I think. The easiest of my siblings to meet <laughs> <Yes>. and we um, <laughs> have a very elaborate grading system. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> and so forgetting that there's 30 male comics at Acme Comedy Company that are right. also my brothers, and they will not shut the fuck up. Right, and right, so, right. but what I loved was uh, the the first time Andy met Lewis and Dave Mordahl, Dave Mordahl said, "Oh, how's Jackie in the sack?" And Andy turned a chair around, straddled it, and sat down with him and said, you guys really want to know? Let's do (laughs) it. And it was the perfect response, right? And I was like, "Uh, that's why he's a keeper. And then (laughs) I told Russ this story, and there was this weird sort of brotherly. (laughs) Russ gets this sort of brotherly silence sometimes where he's like, who said that to you? (laughs) Who said that about you? And I was like, no, no. Andy he dealt with it perfectly. Mm-hmm. You would have said, what the fuck is your problem? Let's step outside. Well, also, so why would brother. Dave
1: ask your brother how you are in the sack? Now, that's that's another question.
0: That, of course, is super weird. We are from, you know, it's a small town in Wisconsin, but not that small, huh? Come on. And uh, All right, so uh,
1: I gotta tell you, I kind of told the chat a little bit, but I gotta get into details. Okay. Yeah, let's so, do it. First of all, Wednesday afternoon, uh, for reasons I still can't explain, I had two large iced coffees, okay, at around okay. four in the afternoon. when I was awake all night. I did not sleep, and all Thursday during the day, I just was like, I'm going to die. I feel like I'm going to die. I, feel, I was so tired, but I still I felt like I had coffee in my veins, and it was just gross. I couldn't, I couldn't eat Me, I can always eat. Right. And, uh, and I was laying down, but I wasn't, I wasn't able to sleep and I had a set that night and I'm like, Oh God. And, but I didn't want to cancel it. Of course. (laughs) So, and I had that thing where I felt like I was jet lagged from a 25 hour plane trip. Right. Oh, right. Right. That's
0: what that is.
1: You know, that thing where you're, you're like your muscle, like your body is sparking, You know, like it's almost like little twitching. You're almost asleep, but you're not. Yes, right. And I was like, I can't drive to this gig. Like, I'm afraid of what would happen if I might, because I'm a little slow. And uh, so I took a lift. So, is it going to be a $50 gig already, right? But I was like, I'm not going to cancel, you know, as if I, if I can get there, I'll be okay for 15 minutes on stage and I'll, yeah. you know, come back home and then I'm free to take a uh, sleeping pills and just sleep and recover. Okay. So I get to the gig and, um, And it's outdoors, you know, and it's uh, at uh, Tom Birkin's, I think, on Fairfax. It's a little south of uh, Cantor's, right? Okay. And uh, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, It's fun for an outdoor gig. You know, the laughs are going straight up, right? But uh, so I get up on stage. I'm having it set. And this woman's up front. And uh, she's like laughing at everything and going, I love her. You know, she's (laughs) like that lady where it's like.
0: I love, yeah,
1: I know that lady. (laughs) Thank you. You. It is a little <laughs> distracting, but thank you. I can't get too mad at you because you are obviously very discerning in your comedy tastes, and you've chosen to quote Jackie Cation wisely. <laughs> um, so then I start doing this bit about how my grandmother didn't leave me anything, and she chimes in, and and like, yeah, me too, and 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 so I I sort of I'm like, yeah. And uh, she said, I just got a bunch of old purses and the rest of the family got her Bentleys. And I'm like, whoa, slow down. What? Your grandma had multiple Bentleys, right? So we kind of get into this and it seemed true because it just came out of her mouth so easily. I finished my set. It's a good set. I go sit down and she rushes over to me and sits next to me. And she's like, oh, my God, I love you. Can I do you market? And she started talking really quickly. And I am almost dead. Right. I'm dying. I can barely, I can barely listen. I just want my lift to hurry up and come get me and take me home so I can sleep. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she's like, she's like, uh, can I give you my contact info? And I'm like, yeah. And she grabs my phone and starts (gasps) typing everything in, you know, in your phone. Yes. But here's the thing. I couldn't stop her because I was tired, but also she had those long pointy fingernails. Did you, see, you know, you know, the nails that come to a point it's not. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. And she was moving her hands so quickly and efficiently with those fingernails. I was like, what is this? Like I, and it, it was dawning on me. Like this is this, like a, a fairy. And it comes out in the conversation. I'm not going to say who it is, but maybe I'll say in the Patreon, she's an heiress. Like she oh, brings no. it up, I don't bring it up. I I didn't even I wasn't even thinking about the Bentley shit till she said it again. And she's an heiress to a company that's kind of silly but popular. You know that's what she said. I'm like, okay, oh okay, I guess of course you have must have a ton of money because she kind of was talking about stuff like that. You know, so she enters all her information, her phone number. She she gets it onto my Instagram and if and, and makes me, you know I'm there uh, Kyle I will type it in and uh, so yes <laughs> and, so I'm like this isn't real she's insane right and so then I I look at she's our, she's messaging me from her Instagram she has over almost two and a half million followers on Instagram right. Wow. And then I I I I I gave her name to our chat and Danielle verified Danielle's a, like a detective and she did a bunch of research and verified that that was actually that heiress. And I'm like, yep. what is happening? This is so weird. And I have her phone <laughs> number right, I barely, her heiress in my phone. Right, right. What? And you're barely awake. You're not even barely awake. conscious. Yeah. But you know, and um it's she's just like uh one of those people you read about and think you will never have an interaction with, right? And now I have her. Right. It's so right. strange. But when my album comes out, I think I'm going to hit her up and see if Fair. she can just post it. Repost. May, could happen. Could happen. Yeah. But she is my dear friend now. <laughs> and, uh, I know we've had it. six years of a podcast, but uh you know what I might have to rank her higher than you, Jackie. I apologize. Right. Well she got
0: a bunch of free purses. They might be those fancy purses that filled um with cash. right, filled with cash or that cost like fifty I did a Dork Forest once with retta You remember oh, yeah. retta the actress it's, who does stand up, yeah. used to stand up. And um her door stand up anymore? I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, She does stand up. She used to do stand up. That's what I know. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but her dorkdom was purses. And I asked her what was the most she ever spent on a purse. And she was on a sitcom at this time.
1: Right. So she had
0: disposable income and she said $17,000. And I said, were there like $1,600, $500 in the purse? Like, did you buy (laughs) a bag of money? And, and it was used. Oh my God. It was like a, like a, an eBay see. kind of thing, but I think it was How an Hermes kind or of uh, er,
1: er, something. Hermes? Is it Hermes or Hermes? It's, H, it's spelled like Hermes. H-E-R-M-E-S, the God, yeah. right? Was it the Roman God? The
0: Roman God, the Roman god of, of flowers. Yes. <sighs> so <laughs> The FTDI. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Um, so that was Wednesday or Thursday night, right? Yep. Right. So then, so I recover on, I get a ton of sleep on, uh, I mean a ton for having to wake up at six thirty and drive a kid to school. This is right. killing me by the way, my son's, he used to walk in the morning, you know? Right. Why can't oh. he walk? Well, it's too far. I mean, Oh, the new school's further. Yeah. High school's a little further away. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh,
0: so then, so I'm at the improv with you. Right. And, um, Uh, oh my god by the way your vaccination joke about your mom blair sochi you said that line about your mom and getting vaccinated yeah and she grabbed my arm and just started pushing my arm um
1: so yeah so that was a fine set. i feel like you took a bullet actually you know and uh i took the bullet
0: (laughs) you were as as much as i love Fraser mass shooting yes yeah (laughs) as much as i love frazier smith Uh, I was taking the bullet. Right, right, Second show Friday. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. So when I got up, the audience was out of ammo and I
0: had a delightful time.
1: So so then I get off stage and another woman comes up to me, but she's in the industry. She's with another comic and she's like, uh, she goes, she shows me a screenshot of my IMDb. She goes, is this right? And I'm like, no, what are you talking, this is, none of this information is right. And then she showed me another screenshot of another industry, uh, database and yeah. it and also had completely wrong information. That's which so weird. Led, led, reminded me that there's a lot of industry in these crowds that are looking us up while we're on stage. Right. Yeah. And don't, uh, how about that? She, how about so you? Choose, just, I want to, I'd like to help you. And I, and can I give you my contact info? And I'm like, yeah. And then, and I was typing like really slowly, you know, because I'm also, I've, I'm just You're slow. on. I guess I'm slow on phones to people. Okay. <laughs> they just get frustrated and grab my shit. So she can I enter it? I'm like, fuck yeah, go ahead. So, you know, she gave me all of her intro, but she actually sent me screenshots of, uh, the stuff that was wrong. So I could, I could work on fixing it, which I appreciate it. But that was, I've never ha- had that happen, but two nights in a row, uh, you know, I, I, uh, women just uh, took my phones and did all the work for me, which I appreciate it, I guess,
0: you know? Right. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Mine's kind of accurate. I haven't looked at my IMDb. <laughs> I don't know what to and tell And
1: I had to join Pro, the free I got the free trial so I could fix it all, but it's it, there's another there was another Lori Kilmartin who's an actress, so one of her movies is in my thing which you know, I can never you, bothered to fix.
0: Can you change your um,
1: your bio? I, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. It's not like Wikipedia. I think you have to get in, You have to get permission. But they don't even have Last Comic Standing listed. They have like season. They have dif- different seasons listed, but they don't have my season up there or anything. So at first, I have to get them to add that season, which is season seven for yeah. 2010 to put it in there. Again, I mean, if people are looking you up while you're on stage, I guess they should be seeing stuff that you've done. Although, to right, me, It like,
0: turns out I'm an actress and a writer known for Murphy Brown, 1988. <laughs> 88? It would be 98. Wow. Yeah. Really?
1: I mean, okay. yeah, They the actress, I mean, but they, they, they don't have comedian as an option. It's so weird. Whatever. IMDb is very stuck in an era of
0: description of, of imd venus for yes. sure
1: but um, um so those are my two kind of wild shows this week and then i have one tonight and i had the rest of the week off i just was like um hanging out with uh, my son uh mm-hmm, went to a water polo mm-hmm. game on tuesday we have a bunch of games this week tuesday thursday and uh the weekend nice um, but this weekend friday and saturday i'm headlining at flappers Two shows each night. I think eight and ten thirty. Please That's come awesome. if you're nearby. If you're in the LA area, um, yeah, it's possible, i.e., 100 percent probable. Jay Leno will be doing sets on all four of my shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Now That's he, so funny. he never let me on his show, but I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> um,
0: oh my God! You should. Tell. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm headlining uh, the the game store on Saturday. Oh, paper heroes. heroes. Yeah. I'm doing the paper heroes show over in, um, in, uh, in what's call it. Uh, I was just going to tell you this, uh, which is I forgot to mention that while I was doing triage security triage and taking the phone from that guy at, um, the improv, I was working on this new bit of mine about how I need to be able, uh, how to better deal with things. Right. That's what the bit is about. The bit is about how <laughs> how I need to deal with things better.
1: Um, did, did Mark watch my set? Did he stay or did he walk out with you? Uh, I
0: went. By the time I went back, because I watched your set, mm-hmm. but by the time after your set, when I left, the whole table was gone, including Kira. So I don't know. Yeah, me, me too.
1: I wonder if he was. So did he leave and go back to Kira, or did he stay and go out a different way? I don't know.
0: Does that mean mean I'm never getting a spot at the improv if he left during my set? Uh, Does it mean that uh, I'm never getting a spot at the improv because he watched my set?
1: (laughs) Um, Either way, we're doomed. (laughs)
0: Let's take a break. stories about the games we love
1: triple click is hosted by me kirk hamilton me jason shire
0: and me maddie myers
1: you can find triple click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at maximumfun.org.
0: bye okay you guys yeah jackie cation here stitch fix i like stitch fix because they send me stuff and then i don't have to pick anything i can just they can just send me stuff and if i like it i keep it if i don't like it i don't keep it so uh stitch fix freestyle is a shop built just for you, a whole shop. Uh, it's a trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, like and lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try the new one, Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop hundreds of brands personalized to your size and fit. Like you just do, you do the the what is it, just a quiz, a tiny quiz. And then, um, and then they know what to send you and you can either, and so now you can either, you can not even have stuff sent to you. You can just do Stitch Fix Freestyle. So So they get your vibe
1: and then you don't have to wait for your monthly box if you don't want to wait.
0: That's it. So stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. Um, I
1: love, because I, I, um. It's really easy to return things, which sounds like, you know, not the greatest (laughs) promo for a company, but listen, I I hate it when it's like it's a pain in the ass to return something and they send you, you can use the box they give to you. They just send you different wrapping and you send it away. And it's so easy. And for me, you know, I'm still getting to know my body again because now my breasts are way smaller and my stomach has taken up some of the, <laughs> the slam of the weight. Yeah. You know, yeah. so my body is changing and part of me is like, is my stomach always going to be like this or am i going to get my shit together. So I don't even know what I want now. So I'm really extra picky. So it's so easy to go, yeah, I like this and no, I, I, I thought this would work for me, but it didn't. So I'm sending it back. It's no big deal. That's That's what I
0: love. Yes. And so go to stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie.
1: You like to cook, you know, flavorful meals start with high quality food and simple ingredients with Wild Alaskan Company. Their seafood is frozen right after it's caught for peak freshman. All you need are a few simple ingredients. You've got an amazing lunch or dinner for you or your whole family. Wild Alaskan Company delivers high quality, sustainably sourced wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, cod, halibut, and even more. Each shipment contains premium cuts of individually wrapped portions of delicious seafood that are ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company, seafood is always wild. It's never farmed or modified. It contains no antibiotics.
0: And I'm going to get bagels today because I'm going to use the lox. Oh! That they sent me. I'm using the salmon. Yep. Wow. So smoked wait,
1: lox is, lox is salmon?
0: salmon. Yeah, I've it's smoked salmon.
1: It's, uh, I yeah. have it. I've been afraid to try that. I have it in oh. my freezer. It's- Bagels,
0: cream cheese, capers, okay. tomatoes.
1: Yeah, salmon. I mean, yeah, I... I I love their stuff. It's it's in my freezer. I have it at least twice a week. I just grab a couple cuts from me and my kid. We get You get all the stuff in your omega-3s. You get all the stuff that you want. You get it how you're supposed to get it via food, okay, not via pills, okay? So right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash Jackie Laurie. That's wild alaskan. Not Alaska. Alaskan, you can do this. wild dot <laughs> com slash Jackie Laurie for fifteen dollars off your first box, and and the stuff they pack it in is compostable. If you're a composting person, which I keep saving it, I, like like I've got like a huge stack, because I'm like I'm gonna compost soon. I have I'm so ready. Uh, for for Dirt. I just have to listen to her Shaper <laughs> podcast where she explains it to me. And then I'm in. It's All right. <laughs> well,
0: Wild Alaskan. Wild Alaskan is spelt like Alaska, but with an N. A-L-A-S-K-A-N. Company.com slash Jackie Laurie. It'll be in the notes. But uh get the 15 bucks off initially and then just keep going because it's delicious. Yeah. Let's do Comic of the Week. Oh, yes. Our Comic of
1: the Week. She contacted me about uh, uh, working my week at Acme, but uh, Brandy Brown is working my week at Acme so that's yeah I was taken. But she's really funny. she sent me a tape that was really hilarious from Lincoln Lodge. Her name is Lucia Whalen and uh, she's a, sh- a Chicago comic and she's a uh, very funny, really good joke writer. I really really laughed a lot. Uh, I, I was surprised. I was like, oh my God, this girl's great. I've never I've never heard of her.
0: Right right. so she's a Chicago comic and her name is yeah. Lucia Whalen. And yes, is and her, her, her last hand name
1: hand. is spelled yep. W-H-A-L-E-N. Now, let me tell you something. We might be related because that's a very unusual spelling of Waylon. Usually it's W-E-L-A-N, and that's the A and the E are flipped. And that's how my great-grandmother spelled her name, is that Waylon. Yes. And that's why it's easy to track all the Waylans that she's related to when Ancestry starts throwing hints at me. I'm like, no, wrong wrong spelling, wrong spelling. So, was uh, that is your grand that that was her maiden name? What are your grand, Uh Yeah, Waylon. She was yeah. When you go back
0: a couple generations, yes, mm-hmm.
1: fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she's anyway. great. So, yeah, she's very funny. So check her out.
0: That's my next gig on the road. I'm opening for Maria in Chicago at some theater. Oh, neat. Yeah, some theater. Uh, was, I love that theater. That's a great one. It's one. Of the some stuff. theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the weird thing there were so many. I mean, I think I need. There were so many people at the Improv. There were so many people at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, um, the Peacock show was packed. Yeah, and um, I think I just need to be conscious that we're all out in the world for the first time again, and and we're we're, we're relearning our social skills, you know. Right, right, right. And because um, I have sets this week, you know, I'm doing El Cid for with uh, Vance Sanders. I'm Tuesday. doing that with Ooh. you too. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, we could, we could carpool if you want. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm sure. Well, nope, I, are you going to get a new car? Don't you, didn't you say you needed a new car? What? No. Oh, my car situation. So, yeah. um,
1: uh, both of my cars were, uh, I have like my mom's 2009 Corolla and my 2006 Accord. Right. Yep. And, um, Uh, they both need constant maintenance. So I was like, maybe I should dump these and get a a new used car. But used cars are like, they're like $20,000. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like right now is a terrible time to buy a a car new or used. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to fix these things. And, uh, uh, so yeah, my, now my Honda Accord needs, I don't know, some sort of valve gasket thing. I have to bring it in on Monday, but I, I'm just saying I spent a lot of week, a lot of the week doing car maintenance and taking them to various mechanics. I've just assigned different mechanics to each car because the one mechanic is so tired of uh, the Accord. I can't bear to bring in the Corolla to him.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, if you took both of them to CarMax, you might be able to get one car. No, I don't think so. I don't think no. used
1: cars, and I'm talking 10-year-old ten-year-old cars are like $19,000 at CarMax, and these two aren't worth $19,000 for sure. It, no, it no, has, you'll get two grand help. each. Yeah, get I'd rather be each. fixing an older car, an older, older car, than than being out $10,000 for a newer, older car
0: at the moment. Right. I mean, eventually it'll even out, and you'll be like, I have to get a new car, but not not just yet.
1: right. Correct. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's um, not not the time,
0: not the time. So, <laughs> not and the time to be spending wildly, right? And a week from Monday, we're doing flappers. By the way, we're doing the, the uh, We're gonna do a live Jackie and Laurie curated right. comic of the week show, right? With Maggie May, Carmen Morales, Sheila Ratner, and Alice Hamilton. Hamilton. That's right. Yeah. So that's and, our
1: first live one in. I don't know, a year and a half, Two or something. years? Yeah. yeah, come on down. It's Monday night. Everyone's vaxed. The whole club is vaxed. It's a very safe environments. And yep. so just bring your vax card. You know, I'm mm-hmm. assuming if you listen to us, you're vaxed. And uh yep. come on down, it'll be fun. But but before it's good that, to know that Jimmy Door's vaxxed. Of course he is, yeah. Because you have to be to, to, to work flappers. Yeah, he has he – I apparently said that he had a bad reaction to the vaccine. But, you know, he's alive, so
0: whatever. He's alive uh, and he has a bad – like he has chronic – He, You know, oh, I, he?
1: I do feel like if you have chronic pain that – um, and I don't, you know, and my mom did, it does send you down a path that I can't yeah. comprehend because I'm not in pain all the time. Like I, yeah. I, you, I can't discount how much that must affect your, your feelings towards certain, certain things.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. My mother-in-law got the booster shot okay. and she has arthritis pretty bad. And she's, she's in chronic pain, oh. but uh, she had the booster shot and it, and it was good. She said it barely registered as far as uh, knocking oh, right. her on her ass. So that's good news. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I had Moderna,
1: so uh they haven't approved a Moderna booster yet.
0: Okay, so,
1: but I, I, I don't know. Someone I read something, but I just read the headline. I didn't read the articles. I was satisfied with the headline where <laughs> it said Pfizer's the hammer, but Moderna's the sledgehammer. I was like, yeah, sledged it up, right, right, like something like weekend week in Austin without getting COVID. That's my. That's, my <sighs> that's goal. what you're hoping for, right? Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's That's, at Moon Tower. I mean, I'm sure it seems like Austin, you know, it's not like I'm going to Waco or something. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah uh, I got uh, various messages. Maria, Aaron Foley, Aaron Jackson, everybody having a good time. Yeah. At Moon Tower. I yeah. felt so, of I felt some on Twitter. Home.
1: Everyone's having fun.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I want to Just go cool. again. I want to go again too. Yeah, but I'm tired an, of another time. About people's good times. <laughs> exactly, and so, and then uh, next Sunday I'm thinking about doing a Sunday services because I'm home. Yeah, and um, Carmen Morales is going to come stay with us for a week. Oh, wish so, she stay um, in our guest room. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, is so she, she will, from Florida. She just did Madison. She did comedy on state. mm Hmm. And then the week before that, I think she had like two back to oh, she did Creek in the Cave, I think. Oh, she had back to back kind of powerhouse fun fun weeks. Cool. So, Commonwealth State's
1: never worked me.
0: Uh, it's my ho- it's my home state, and I need to get back in there, but uh, they're supposedly backed up. So oh, I'm sure. I'm, oh, yeah. they always have a good excuse. There's no there's no link yet for our for our January date at the bell house, but there will be.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I got it. <laughs> I got a message. Uh, from Somebody at the comedy store who wanted my phone number. They wanted to keep it. Cause I'm, I'm um, it, one of their development comics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? Yes. Guess what? Develop me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Develop me. Fair enough. Yes,
1: look at this notebook. It's full of me developing myself. Okay, I'm constantly working on shit. Join in. I'm younger than all the comics that are past
0: there. (laughs)
1: Right. I'm developing.
0: Right. You developed. You developed.
1: Have you got to, Eris? Eris, take me under your wing. Comedy store,
0: develop me, please. Exactly. What. Have you gone up at the imp- at the store since since lockdown came up? Um, yeah, I did
1: one set on a a night where I didn't know I the booker was watching, which I didn't know. Thankfully, I hate yeah. knowing that. Um, Is it Adam still or no? No, no. Uh, it's Emily. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. She used to book La Jolla, so uh, I think right. Adam went to uh, Austin with Joe Rogan. Um, oh right, right. Yeah, so the, like he moved his whole his whole empire, his structure. His little crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so, so I I didn't really hear much after that, uh, even though I had a good set, but um, I do, I, I, I don't know. I I can't, I can't, I'm not going to leave my kid and just hang out at a comedy club that I'm not doing a spot at. I can't do it. Right, right. It's, too. it's, it's, um, this isn't the, you know, it's not how a single parent can be a comic. You, know yeah. I mean? like you have to yeah. you have to be uh, uh picky about when you're going out like I'll, and I'll go out any night i have a spot but i zoom in and i zoom out and that'll be until i feel like uh my son doesn't need me hovering you know
0: yeah that yeah might be when, you're doing that shit. yeah it might it, he might just need it to he the, he needs the you know and 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 it might just when he when a I don't know. COVID-19. Jackie, you weren't paying attention and
1: you're trying to pretend you
0: were. Spin it, bitch. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh <laughs> yeah, walk it off, I say to the young man. No, I no, I think um, yeah, I think he does need someone there. Just because yes, I mean, yeah. He shouldn't it's- he shouldn't have the run of the place. No no exactly. child. At the very least, he'll make a mess. Well-
1: but also, I think there's this notion that a teenage boy is just insane. And he, you know, I get when I get home after I've been out, like just jumping out to a set, you yeah. know, he's excited to see me. I think he was kind of lonely, you know, and yeah. likes to have me around. And just even though he's not talking to me, I think it makes him feel safe that <laughs> there's an adult in the house and he's not, yes. you know, guarding the house by himself. Right, um, right.
0: You, yep. You know, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's got the dog, but uh, it's nice to have another human to hang out with.
1: You know, it's weird because his dad, you know, and I think a lot of Gen Gen X were like on their own very early and young. And I'm not sure that that was a great thing either, you know, but uh, this generation has been watched from the moment they were born. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether someone someone's home or. Or you're on camera all the time, but you're—it's—it's it's a lot of helicopter parenting,
0: right? It's a fun. lot of childcare and a lot of preschool, yeah, and, and then yeah, the last year and a half, home twenty-four-seven
1: almost, you know. So. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm just gonna fling open the barn doors and get out every night and you know, he
0: but have you ever thought about dropping him in the middle of the desert with a bowie knife and then No, Jackie, yeah. I haven't. No? I know that's how you were raised, but no. uh Elliot Cation, our father, who art in South Milwaukee, yes. uh said uh you know, I like to think one time he said it was it had to be forty years ago. He goes, "I like to think that I could drop any of you kids in the desert with a knife and you'd make it." And I believe it was Darla who said, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, he my son,
1: here's the thing like uh, he 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 went to a, a high school football game on Friday. Okay. Yeah. which was, and it's just such a normal thing to do. And it's mm-hmm. nothing I ever did. I was like an insane introvert, you know, it's nothing his dad did. Cause it was like, uh, only, you know, his dad was, you know, in Texas and, you know, he was part of like the, you know, the kids who thought any people who were really into football were, you know, fucking idiot, moron, assholes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's like, I can't, we, we were like, did he go
0: with friends? Yes. He did him a- friends. yeah did have
1: friends. Like, he has friends. He's like, he has social abilities. Like, I dropped him off and I was kind of watching, and he was just kind of milling around looking for his friends. He wasn't like so embarrassed that, you know, he wasn't immediately surrounded by people. Like, I, I'm like, he's normal. I don't know how <laughs> I raised a, a kind of normal kid, you know? Yeah. He has yeah. friends and he goes to the football game and it was fun. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is. This
0: blows my mind. That's awesome. That is quite awesome. Hey, let's take another break for Max Fun. If you're sick of constantly arguing with
1: the people closest to you about topics that really aren't going to change the world, we're here to take that stress off of your shoulders. We take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal. That's right, Hal. If you have a subjective question that you want answered objectively once and for all time, for all of the people of the world, questions like who's the best Disney villain, Mac or PC, or should you put ketchup on a hot dog? That's why we're here. Yes, I get that these are the biggest questions of our time, and we're often joined by special guests like Nathan Fillion, Orlando Jones, and Paget Brewster. So let Mark and Hal take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal, weekly on
0: Maximum Fun. I was in the, the only social things I did were because I joined Clubs. And I did things and, and it was because some extent Darla insisted, like I wanted to quit a uh, band in junior high and Darla was like, band is so good in high school. Just stay. And so I band was really fun in high school. It was the Would best thing that happened to me. Yeah. I played the clarinet and I played the trumpet in marching band at the, a, fo- are, at the football games.
1: Are you ever going to play those instruments on stage? No. No, I and think you want to have gonna, a closer. Take it to the next level, Jackie. I would get, get my flugelhorn out. Comedy horn. jazz
0: with Jackie Cation. Good yeah, development what do I work. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, every instrument I learned, Darla then learned better than me. Oh. And so um, it was, she was bored. And she's like, Classic Darla, if I can say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then but I also I was in like the debate class and the forensics which was a spoken word thing and I was in student council and then I was the uh, editor of the school newspaper so all of my social experiences were forced none of them were hey I I'm gonna go hang out with the burnouts and smoke weed yeah which was the other option in my yeah. life, uh, because, which I think is why Darla was like, why don't you join that? Why don't you join that? And my brothers would never sell me any, any drugs anyway. So, cause they, they were would, like, they no. don't give you a drug. They would, your brothers would sell it to you. Yeah. They sold drugs, but they, they had a, a strict policy of not selling it to their little sisters. Oh, I see. No family.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's good. Um, I, I, went, I went to Cromwell high school, which is a Catholic girls school in Concord, California. And it's wow. across the street from De La Salle, which is like a Catholic boys school that has a crazy good football team. Like they recruit and everything. I never went to one of the football games cause I was, uh, I was a swimmer. I was already inducted into my cult Yep, <laughs> and uh, I didn't need to add in new people.
0: Uh, to the my circle of swimmer friends. What did you um, swim in in high school? Did you swim on a relay team ever? Like, it, was there team swimming? I'm sorry, I'm about to walk away from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's our 300th team. episode. It's, it's our six years together. Relays, I don't even know what you swam.
1: Relays, relays isn't they aren't a separate uh, event. You t- there, there are four strokes. <laughs> There's one relay that requires a swimmer to do each one stroke each, right? That's mm-hmm. called the medley relay, right? Okay. Back, breast, fly free. Then there's okay. a freestyle relay of varying lengths and all four swimmers swim freestyle. So, okay. you, you know, you plug and play. Okay, whatever. Um, so I just had to do like two weeks ago, I had to do a deposition about my swim coach. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. It was like, I've been dodging this for a long time. And, uh, finally I just, it was a zoom deposition because two swimmers, one of who I, and I don't want to say anything that's going to affect the case. Well, I can That'd be just, sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so one, one who I knew very well and another that I didn't are, um, what the one I knew very well, I, I swam with and stuff, you know, um, are suing various organizations. It's, it's a lot like What's what we see now with USA Gymnastics, where where a lot of people knew, and they just let it happen. A lot of grownups. And, um, so I was like, there's like the, the, the head body is swimming body. Then there's like the Pacific version and then there's the swim team. Right. And so there's three different lawyers that each represent one, one of the three groups. And as you get, you know, more and more local, it's the blame gets worse and worse. Right. Mm hmm. So, uh, I just, they were at, at the end, they were sort of identifying themselves, like at the end of the recording and the, and the guy who's representing my swim team. And I'm like, I'm like, good luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> after what, after what I just told all of you guys, uh, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, not owing, uh, I don't know, a million dollars
0: to everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's still not, it's still not enough. So it's not, it's,
1: can't, I can't believe it. Just it's, don't. Well, but it's weird. It's, it's like this kind of thing that happens to teenagers will affect their entire lives, you know, and they rarely get a resolution. And these two women now have been, have been fight, have first overcome the shame of it happening to them. And then over then overcome not being believed. And now it's like, it's like been like, I don't know. 35 years, and they're still trying to get some sort of justice and some sort of There's acknowledgement some from the adults who knew, like, uh-huh. oh, this happened, and it shouldn't have happened, and it won't happen again. Here's the things we, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, so I posted, there was some, some car, car, uh, political cartoon, and all it said was... Um, uh, it, it had an old lady standing with a spray can, and it said, protect uh, protect our daughters. And yeah. she um, had crossed it out and had spray painted, educate our sons. And um, two different banana heads on my Facebook page were like, do both, both. All lives matter, you know? And I was just like, nobody... All girls and women live defensively. All yeah. of them.
1: Believe me, no one's gonna no one's gonna stop telling women that they're rapable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah you don't you don't have to worry about how we're all living defensively. It's all oh working. Oh my out. god. it yeah, so, just
1: sounds like a cancer. I don't think I want back in.
0: You don't want back in. I should I wish I could get off. I do have grand pad. One of my cousins gave my aunt um uh, his mother uh it's an idiot ipad called grand pad okay. and all it is is just a facebook like situation but you have to have their phone number and then my 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 aunt can just call me from it and facetime me oh that's cool and she can um and then she can look at all the pictures and she can leave voice messages going oh look at pamela's baby and uh <laughs> I'm gonna so, get. I'm
1: gonna get that and get my heiress friend to set it up for me. <laughs> Her
0: amazing she'll know friend. how to do it. She'll know how to do it,
1: Lori. Did you, I'd only seen these fingernails recently. It's like a seems like a new trend, but I'm not. I'm not uh, obviously up on fingernails. Um, Emma Corrin, who played Diana in The Crown, wore them to the Emmys, and she and hers were black. And she was wearing some sort of suit with a hood, so she looked literally like a cat because they make your. Fingers look like claws, like cat claws. All right. Yeah. Um, I couldn't live a minute like that. Like, no. I would be disabled if I if I had that stuff coming off my finger. Right. How, well. how do you get your contacts in and out of your eyes? Without well, you got to use the pad, pad of your finger. I can't and do then it. Put a gash right what here. A you lifestyle using the pad of your finger instead of the, the tip, like you're supposed to. I, I, I don't know. It, like, it looks cool, but. Is it worth all the changes you have to do in how you type and how how you masturbate and how you do anything?
0: Well, that was a, you you buried the lead there. (laughs) Anyway, um, where are we at here, Kyle?
1: 55.
0: We should close on a dick joke. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your new closer is hilarious. (laughs) oh 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 should I close on that maybe
1: I'll close on that I I, I don't don't know how you follow it (laughs) I did my dead mom jokes and I'm like I don't want to end on this one because the crowd was restless
0: (laughs) I don't want a spoiler alert so I'm gonna type it but then oh yeah yeah that one yeah 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 maybe that's a
1: closer sure Uh, that's uh,
0: how do you follow it
1: yeah that's true that's true Maybe I'll uh, use that to close with in uh, F Flappers because it's part of my newer stuff. I've just uh, been throwing it up whenever I remember,
0: but uh, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I got to work on, you know, I'm doing these 15, 20 minute sets. I got to work on the right set list for that. Right. You know, like I went on stage with a set list in my head, but not a written set list. Yeah. Which I think will also cause um, discombobulation in my brain. If I write the set list, I'll know exactly what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. If I just have a set list in my head, shut up, up. get fucking write it down. Oh, you haven't been doing that the last 35 years. Right. Uh, the last 35 years I have, I have been doing it. And when I do it, it turns out it all works out better. Oh,
1: it's one of those things like listening to your set. Like if you did it, every single time you'd be much further ahead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I understand. Yeah. So when I do, it's great. When I don't, it's, uh, it's noticeable in my head. Right. Yeah. That's the entire,
1: why can't we all be like Jerry Seinfeld and just, uh, just doing the right things all the time for your career machine, you know, meditate twice a day, then uh, look at the things you need to do and effectively execute them so that you can uh, move forward in the business.
0: No offense, but of all the people that I want to be like, if I wasn't perfectly happy being myself, it would not be Jerry Seinfeld. Mm, Um, So, but I'm glad that he's getting his shit together. (laughs) It's about time. It's about time. I hope he. I hope he bought land. I believe he did. (laughs) I think so. Yeah. Maximumfun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artists owned.
0: Audience supported.